Hi, welcome to Love Reality Shift Podcast. So today we're going to talk about how modern feminism repels romance in the relationship. Enjoy! Hi everyone, so today I and Tony and I are going to talk about how modern feminism repels romance in the relationship. So, I was in Boston during the uh, Memorial Day weekend, and uh, I had a profound experience. So, I wanted to talk about this uh, topic because this will be helpful for my podcast listeners. And uh, we're going to talk about half hour. And Tonya will join with me and uh, talk about this topic. So I was in Boston and this was business related um, conference. So it was surprising for me. Somehow I just needed to be there. So I was originally uh, going to attend the uh, conference virtually, but I thought, you know what, I had to go in person because I feel like I'm going to meet a lot of important people and uh, I was there, right? So I met a couple of people I felt like I had strong soul connection with they are probably my soul family. They are like so many people, like so many people were there. So like, I didn't know anyone. And I end up talking to, uh, I was talking to so many people, but I end up um, hanging out with three particular gentlemen. So what happened was, first one, you know, he, um, decided to give me a tour in Boston because he was originally from Boston. And that was so unexpected. And uh, we went out uh, to Quincy Market and uh, I had really, really nice lunch, which was his treat, right? And next day, we... I was having a banquet dinner. I didn't know anyone. So I happened to be start talking to another person, another gentleman, and he happened to be wanted to make a movies. He's a musician. And then there are a lot of uh, uh, life he went through, not all of them. There's so many similarities. So we hit off right away. And uh, he was a spiritually awakened and me too. And that was like extremely um, profound experience, right? So like after that, what happened was um, it was next day. So during that dinner like after the dinner we had uh, um, dancing time so i was dancing with so many people then i met another gentleman and it was fun like i danced with so many people and then like a lot of people going to be leaving on sunday but i was staying up till monday so together so what happened was you know he knew about boston area because he had the excursion tour a couple of days before so he started showing me around and then like it has been for a long time someone opened the door for me like i never had to touch anything and I never had to ask anything. And then he he was completely gentleman to me that um, he bought everything. Whatever he gets, I get too. And it was amazing. Like, 
I remember when I was 18, when I was dating with my first boyfriend, he did, he did all of those things, like open the door and stuff like that, because his parents are from originally uh, Europe. So I guess uh, he brought up in more European kind of way. Um, but since then, you know, like we are in the US, so like people kind of like, you know, we are equal. So unless like you're dating or you are like together and he's crazy about you and he thinks tonight is a special night, maybe he'll open the door for you and do everything like gentlemanly but not in the daily basis, you know? And I never had an experience in, in, on someone who I'm not dating is treating me as a perfect like lady from A to Z, you know? And I never have to look at the map. We don't even know which way we're going. And then I gave, he was like, oh, my phone is dying. Can I, can I have your phone? And then I was like, sure. So we are like having Google map and then he was navigating, you know, where to go and everything. And then I mentioned, you know, I feel so safe in Boston that night. Um, New York City, I don't feel that way anymore after COVID. And he was like, don't worry, I'm gonna protect you. You know, like, and then me and him wasn't dating. You know what I'm saying? We are just hanging out as a friend, but I felt, so feminine, first of all, and I felt so safe and I felt so special. So then I thought about, have I ever, you know, got treated like that without any condition? Like me, I have to be either girlfriend or someone the guy's dating with. And then I thought about it, like even my dad, you know, he never gave me anything unless I'm a good girl. It was like always exchange deal. It was always conditional. And then I was like, you know, this was amazing because these guys, all of them, all of them. And the first guy, I dropped my food. So before eating, so he decided to offer his sandwich and I felt so bad. So, you know, like instead of getting his offer, I decided to fix the situation and get the new sandwich uh, for free. So I fixed the situation, but after I kind of fixed the situation, I kind of know like I should have accepted his offer, like half of his sandwich. So he felt more manly, but I wasn't brought up that way. Like, you know, I had to find the solution to fix the problem. So my masculine side came up and tried to fix the situation. But now I think about it, he will be more appreciated and he felt more like man if I accepted half of his sandwich. But anyhow, and then the second guy was like treating me like all coffee and everything, even though he has a girlfriend. I met his girlfriend and we had such a great time. But whole point is like, all of these guys are like offering me a lot of things without having any expectation. And I wasn't dating them. And uh, I was like, I only met this person like less than 72 hours a day. And then started thinking what universe would offer me if these people who I just met are so giving and kind. So, I started thinking, you know, the art of receiving because feminine energy is how to receive gracefully of whatever the stuff universe or man or people or our clients are giving to us. And a lot of times like when we stop being feminine, even though we are female at sex wise, but acting more of masculine and then it kind of turns men off because what I have noticed uh, during the interaction of three days, they were extremely um, confident and pleased to take care of me and being a man. And then, you know, uh, some of them are, I guess, in his fifties and some of them are in 
in their 30s. So it's not about generation. It's not about age thing. Hi, Tonya. So I was kind of sharing my experience in Boston first before we get into the topic. Yeah, hey, how are you? Sorry, I'm kind of in between 20 things right now, but I wanted to offer my two cents about this. I honestly, um, I love what you were telling me about Boston. I think it's such a rarity nowadays. Um, it's interesting because, and I know we've had topics about uh, conversations about the divine feminine and masculine being out of balance before, but I think this is something that is, especially for people who are looking to date, who are looking to, um, you know, really find somebody that they're super compatible with. And that can be um, long-term relationship. I think it's it's really important that you understand the dynamics between the masculine and the feminine. It's not about like I'm not against women's rights. I'm not an anti-feminist. That's not it at all. However, if you are going to have um, a healthy relationship, there has to be a dynamic between the masculine and the feminine. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a man and a woman, right? And I know we've talked about this before, like where if you're predominantly feminine energy, it doesn't mean you can't be in the masculine from time to time. But if you're predominantly feminine, then you need to be with a, someone who's predominantly masculine energy. So when you're with, when you're meeting guys and you're out and about or whatever, assuming that we're talking about heterosexual relationships, but if you are with, say you're a woman and you're out, and you're meeting guys and you are meeting men that are um, looking to be in that masculine energy. Like that's their role. They're the provider, the protector. That's like what their body was made to do, right? They were made to be protectors and providers. And that may very much sound anti-feminist, but it's just nature, right? But it's a balance. It's a balance between the two. So if you're in your divine feminine, they're in the divine masculine, it's fine. Everything works great. But when you have a woman who is very much in her masculine energy, trying to be with a man who's also in masculine energy, it's going to clash. Like you're not going to be compatible. It's not going to work. I promise you it's not going to work because the masculine always looks for leadership. The feminine is designed to follow. It doesn't matter whether you're man or woman, right? It's the energy. So if you're ultra feminist and you're a woman, assuming, and um, you are like, no, I'm going to be a CEO. I'm going to control everything. I'm going to rule the world. I'm going to rule this relationship. What I say goes, I'm going to lead everything. That's all fine and good. Great. But you are not going to be compatible with a masculine man. And the thing I find is that a lot of women like this are looking for a super masculine male role. And I'm like, it's not going to work. You can't have both in the masculine and have it work. Like you can ebb and flow between both energies, but you cannot be predominantly masculine with a predominantly masculine energy partner. It's not going to work. And I find that the CEO women are looking for like the CEO man. Huh? It is not going to work. You need to find somebody who is more, if you're going to stay that way and that's your nature and you're a woman and you're going to be predominantly in the masculine energy, great. But you need better find a man who is more in the feminine. Otherwise, your relationship's going to fall apart immediately. Immediately. Yeah. So, you know, I'm pretty sure a couple of episodes ago when we talked about um, feminine energy and the masculine energy, I was saying that embodying masculine energy as CEO is okay at the work situation. But if you're waiting to have a masculine man, alpha male, in a good way, <laughs> you know, someone who embody more masculine energy than you in the personal relationship, it is very important to drop your masculine energy. Like, you know, I usually um, operate in masculine energy in work environment, even right now. <laughs> but, um, you know, to, to fixing the situation, try to fix something, you know, that's a masculine energy. And when you are in the personal relationship, it is very important to one, find someone you can trust that you can let go of the control. And two, find someone 
you feel like he knows what he's doing, so you don't have to tell him what to do or act before he can solve the situation. And three, you know, just when you're in at the work, you're 100% running with masculine energy. So when you are having personal time, it is like, tell yourself, I'm relaxing right now. I don't have to think. I don't have to decide. It's just having a really great vacation of your mind. So your job is be happy and graciously receive whatever the guy you're dating or, or you're with are giving you. And if he's not really up to your standard, your job is kind of tell him what you want. And if you do that, a relationship goes quite nicely. That is my personal experience and also the client's experience. So you don't have to be in control of everything in like 24 seven. It's quite tiring. Um, the reason why some of the CEO ladies who are very strong and confident and cannot find a man who is not a beta male and someone who is like, you know, as confident or more confident than her and then, you know, winning the game of the success, right? Then you have to like bring your notch down to be so masculine because I was talking to uh, my ex and he was saying to me, we both agreed on because I told him, hey, you know, I don't really think we need two captains in the house because then you're gonna fight. And he was like, totally, you know? <laughs> and that's not anything like sexist or anything because when you have a relationship that you can talk about anything without worrying about what other people think, then you can talk about anything, right? So that was his honest opinion. And then I agreed with him because I had a relationship with someone that both of us are colliding with each other, even though, you know, my ex-husband was seem seemingly beta male, but he didn't want to be so dominated all the time, which I didn't want to, but I had no choice because he wasn't taking the action. And then I was having a, such a not a great time because I always have to make a decision on that. That was really tiring for me. So if you guys are someone like me who doesn't like making decisions in personal life, I can request like what kind of food I want, but that's not making the decision, you know? And I prefer not to really use my brain or your brain in personal life unless something bugs you. <laughs> And then just dip into feminine energy and give yourself a vacation. Yeah, totally. And I mean, I, it's so interesting because, and then you've, what am I trying to say? You have to understand, dynamics can change, right? Dynamics can change. Like when I was single, I was very much in my masculine energy all the time because I was um, very successful at work. I was running my household. I was doing all that stuff myself. But um, when I met my husband and we got married, um, he's very much in his masculine energy, like very much. So I, um, it was very easy for me to step back into my feminine energy because I wanted to allow him to do the stuff that I didn't want to do right? Like, I don't like making all those decisions. I don't like running all the financial stuff. Some people like that. I don't. But um, he like literally runs the house. Like, I don't do anything except for like, he won't even, he doesn't even want me outside doing stuff. Like he takes care of the cars. He does everything. Like literally I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, you know, if he dies before me, I'm screwed. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know how to do anything in my own household. <laughs> but literally he, like his, his joy in life, well, I should say his joy in life, but what he really enjoys doing is being the provider and taking care of me. Like, that's just what he, that's like his love language, right? But that's very much masculine energy, being the provider, the protector. Like his, he even said to me the other day, he's like, my job is to keep you safe. And 
because I was going somewhere and he's like, yeah, I don't know if that's a good idea. And I'm like, well, that's silly. And he's like, no, because you're super naive and you trust everybody. He's like, it's my job to keep you safe as your husband, right? That's very much masculine energy. But if we were both like that, it would never work. It would never work. So um, you can ebb and flow in those energies. Just know which one is predominantly you. What feels like you? I think a lot of women tend to, because of the way the world is, they feel like they've been forced to be like, you need to see me. You need to, you need to look at me and see me as a woman, see me as, you know, especially with like the inequality with, with, um, with, um, what am I trying to say? With like rates of pay and things like that. Women have had to fight to stand up and be seen and to be seen as, um, you know, equals in terms of like the workforce and things like that. And, and I don't disparage that at all. And I think it's a shame that, um, it's taken women so long to get out of the kitchen and into being recognized as valuable contributors to society. But um, that's part of like the patriarchy mindset from, you know, we're not that far really out of it. <laughs> we're really not. It's better than it was, but you know, it's not the same as it was like in 1920s, 1930s. I mean, not that long ago, women were still considered um, property of their husbands and of their families. So you know, coming out of that mindset, I can see why the pendulum swung completely in the opposite direction where women are like, you need to freaking see me and you need to recognize that I'm valuable. And absolutely that's true. But at the same time, you need to recognize too, that if we're talking about a relationship, you need to know that a masculine man is very much going to be in that role. And, um, if you want to stay, like, if you want to stay, like Erica was saying, if you want to stay in that more masculine energy, do it at work. Be that work, but go home and make sure you shift out of it because you cannot run your house like that if you have a husband or a partner who is in masculine energy. And like this goes both ways, whether it's two women in a relationship, two men in a relationship, it doesn't matter. It's it's all energy. So yeah, and uh, I remember like when we were, we were hanging out, Tonya, like your husband is so nice, like he was away and he was like, oh, do you have enough money? Like, you know, he was like so caring and try to like take care of your well-being. Like I was like, oh my God, he's amazing. You know? Yeah, he really, and it's so funny because he's always been like that. He's always been like that. And it's not like I... um required that of him <laughs> you know it's not like i was like you need to be this way it's not like i'm a spoiled brat let me say but i am spoiled and i am grateful for the way that he treats me i mean i love and i appreciate him and i try to do the same for him you know in my way the things that i know that i take care of him and the things that i do for him so it's reciprocal in our relationship right but he does totally he totally takes care of everything like i like he if i ever need anything like usually he's asking me before I ever need to ask. Like I never, I rarely need to ask for anything, but, and, it, and it's not even, it's not even about, I don't want it to sound like I have to ask him for things because that's not it at all. It's like, um, I'll tell him, Hey, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. And he's like, Oh, Hey, here, let me send some money to your account or let me do this because I like to have our account separate. Like, I don't like to mess. I don't know. There's something that maybe that's my control thing back to the day of when I was in charge of my own house. I, we keep our money separate, but he, um, cause I have found in relationships, sometimes joint bank accounts don't go over so well, but, um, so I keep my business account separate cause my business is my business. And like, he never asks me about it. Like he never, never asked me, like never bothers me about how much money do you have? You know, he never asked me to contribute to bill money. He never asked me, like, I'll go to the grocery store sometimes and just buy stuff. But like, he usually sends me grocery money. I mean, it's crazy. So I, I'm like very blessed in that nature. But at the same time, we are very much in a dynamic of give and take. Like I, I love being in my divine feminine energy at home. Like I do. So I like to make sure, and this may sound old fashioned, but I like to make sure we sit down and eat dinner at the table. I like to make sure that dinner's ready when he gets home because that's like my love language. I'm very much a caregiver and a nurturer, but that's divine feminine energy is that nurturing energy. So I like to make sure his laundry's done and clean when he's going on a trip. And it may sound old school, like 1950s, but it works. It works. And that's something that I appreciate because I, as my love language, like to be that caregiver. 
right? And that's divine feminine energy, but it doesn't have to look like that. Like your relationship doesn't have to look like Ozzy and Harriet, but I'm just saying, I don't even know who they are, but I remember my mom always saying those two as an example. <laughs> I don't even know who that people are, but I know it's an old movie or an old show, but um, we just, we work really well together. There's a very much a, a ebb and flow of dynamic energy between us. And I can step in my masculine energy periodically when I need to do things or in my business and, and um even in making some decisions in the house, you know, like we're looking at buying a new house or possibly building a house. And, you know, he has his opinions about things. I have my opinion about things, but it's not like because he's so masculine, he's going to be like, I'm making the decision. No, like it's a 50, 50 decision. You know, if I have input to weigh in on it, right. If it's something that affects me that I have to contribute to, or that I want to contribute to, if it's something I could care less about, I'm like, you decide right? You take the lead. You decide what we're doing. I don't care. But if it's something that I have a vested interest in, then we sit down and we talk about it and it's a group decision, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally makes sense. So, you know, you can decide the dynamic of how do you want to express your feminine energy. I'm pretty much similar as Tonya when I express like, oh, I want to take care of my man kind of way. Um, and then I want him to be relaxed, you know, because, you know, he gets really like stressed out at work. Usually not just my man, like the person I usually choose, they are very like work oriented. So they get extremely tired when at home. So like, I just try to make sure he gets really peaceful and relaxed when he's with me, you know, so I do everything I feel like doing. But when I was in the relationship I didn't like, I told him I'm, I'm not the maid. Just because I'm your girlfriend, I'm not the maid. So don't expect me to do everything. I do things because I want to, not I'm expected to. That's a huge different thing. And then, you know, some people are stupid enough to say, oh, yeah, you are like, uh, you have a Japanese blood too, so are you going to be submissive? Like, hell no, you know, that's not, <laughs> that's like a really stupid idea. I'm Spanish too, so that's a really stupid idea to think that way. So, you know, like, I, I usually let the guy, guy know, well, the guy I choose, they're smart enough not to be like that. But usually they understand I do things because I want to, you know, because it's a give, give and take. And then, your guy want to do stuff for you because he loves you and he want to take care of you. He want to make you feel good and he wants to take care of you. He want to make you feel safe. So he does all things for you. But the thing is, when a guy shows his chivalry outside of a relationship or outside of dating, it's a great idea because what I experienced on the weekend, it's a great idea to show the appreciation and be feminine and to step into feminine energy so they feel good too. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's time to say, hey, 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 we're not dating. You're not by my boyfriend. You don't have to do this to me. I can take care of myself. If you do that, they'll feel not great because they felt like they are not good enough as a man to take care of a lady even though i wasn't their lady you know what i'm saying it's like how to take care of each other to make each other feel good and the feel good is um god energy so it's a good idea to always feel good and give each other like good feeling to each other yeah, exactly. And like I was saying, and I have to bounce out of here. So I apologize for having to leave in a hurry. But I did want to say, um, I 100% agree with you. It's about what you desire to do. It's not about something that you have to do. So like, like I was saying, those examples in my relationship, I don't have to be the one to keep the house clean. Like, it's not like it's my job, right? Um, but we've settled into roles where I, I take care of the inside of the house. He takes care of the outside of the house. Like that's his domain, right? My domain is inside because I choose it, right? If I wanted to go out and plant planter flowers, I would do it, right? It's not like it's a have to, but I do it because I want to and I like to, right? It's, it's what 
like I do the designing, the decorating. I make the decisions about paint colors and flooring and like, he'll go get it. And he's like, which one do you like? You know, but I make those decisions unless he has something he really wants to weigh in on, you know, and then we make a group decision, but it's not like I have to be the one to cook. Like he's even told me before, he's like, you know, he's like, I used to cook for you all the time when we were dating. He goes, now I'm never allowed in the kitchen. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's because it's, you know, my thing. I like to cook for him, right? Because I like to do it because I love him. And I know that when he comes home from a long day at work, first of all, he drives an hour and a half in the morning and it takes him two and a half hours to get home. He has a very busy job. It's very stressful. He runs a whole corporation for the state of Florida and he's stressed and I know he's busy and I know he gets irritated, especially with Tampa traffic. It's a freaking nightmare getting home from there. But but he does it because he likes his job and he's good at it. But he comes home and I know he's had a stressful freaking day. And I know he's been in the car for two hours sitting in freaking bumper to bumper traffic. He's probably aggravated as hell and he's probably starving. So when he walks in the house, yes, I have dinner on the table because I love him and I care about him and I want him to, you know, to come home and relax because my job's easy. I work from home. You know, I, my job's super easy. I don't have to deal with all that crap, you know, but it's not because I'm the domestic, you know, female energy housewife having to sit at home, you know, running a house like 1950. That's not it at all. I do it because I love him and I want to take care of him because, you know, that's who I am and that's how our relationship works. But anyway, that's my two cents on that whole thing. I hope that y'all got some value out of it. I need to get running because I have an appointment I have to go to. So Erica, thank you so much for having me. And, um, I will check back with you a little bit later today. Okay, yeah, girl. See you next week. So, yeah, so that's really important. And then, you know, when I used, when I was a single and then working so hard as a CEO, I used to think like, you know, when I go home, I felt like, of course, I go home to my apartment and then nothing is done. No food is ready. Nothing is ready. I have to cook for myself, of course, unless I want to go get, buy something, right? So I was in Los Angeles. So it's not like in New York City, you can go get something like five minutes away. You have to drive there and go get food. It's too much procedure to do. So I used to think, you know, I wish I want to have a wife you know <laughs> and then that was like every day kind of experience like i wish i have a wife like smiling at me and the food is ready and then i don't have to do anything all i can do is relax and then i i had that experience so i was thinking that is kind of thing i want to provide for the man i love so since then I did, I don't do to a guy who I'm dating unless I've been dating with him for a long time or something, but like, let's say boyfriends and stuff. I want to give him that experience because I tend to choose someone who is extremely busy and extremely career oriented and extremely you know, they are usually having a stressful time. So all of them, you know, uh, all of my exes. So I felt like I don't really want to talk about how was his day unless he wants to talk about. I, of course, I ask like, oh, how was your day? And then usually unless they are extremely talkative type, you know, they're, they're just going to say a few words because they are men, you know, or tired or busy or stressful. And then it's not going to be like 10 minutes conversation about what's happened, blah, 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 because they're not the ladies. So I'm not really expected him to um, elaborate what happened during his day, because last thing I assume, last thing he wants to talk about is something happened at work or a job, because I assume like, you know, uh, wants to take mind off from work which is kind of different from when my mindset, because I, I don't mind talking about work, like uh, even after work, because I love my job. So I'm super excited about it. But, you know, usually guys tend to not to want to talk about work. They just want to 
relax in front of TV or whatever they are doing. So I let, you know, my exes to just do whatever he wants to do. And I make sure to cook food. And that's kind of like the way to express my love for them, you know, for my ex. So like, that's a way to go. But if you are a CEO lady, uh, but wants to take a leadership at home as well, and do not mind uh, having a guy who is not alpha male or leadership kind of guy, but more like follower, which is nothing wrong with that, you know, because, um, you can have two captains in the ship, but if you want to be a captain all the time and your husband is the kind of guy who's just going to follow your order and do stuff for you and then you make a decision and he's just going to agree and then, you know, then if he's operating more of the feminine energy and you, are, you want to operate in masculine energy 24-7, there's nothing wrong with that. If... If that is a relationship you're 100% wanting, and some ladies are like that, so that's okay, you know. But uh, in my experience and as well, and then the clients I get, they usually want to have a uh, their partner who are more masculine than them and then more successful than them. So... If you want that kind of guy to be attracted to you and come to you and call to you and then, you know, make a decision to have a relationship with you and get engaged and get married, you know, that kind of thing, um, you really have to bring your f or welcome your feminine energy in the personal life because really you know when you are embodying masculine energy and even if you are with the beta male but if you're too masculine energy even beta male they they do have a certain time they want to express their male energy right masculine energy and i want to make a decision once in a while and then you don't let him uh make a decision because you feel like you can do the job better or something then the relationship doesn't work out well at all. And then sometimes we are so molded into um, be like more masculine because we can't really, especially at the workplace, we can't really express our femi feminine energy a lot. Like there are so many things happened at work. And then I can't really express my emotion. Like I can't cry at work, you know, like when something horrible happened, I just kept my cool and then I quietly go to the bathroom and they cried for five minutes and they go back as if nothing happened. And that was required of my position, you know, but when you are living in that kind of environment, um, suddenly you have to switch yourself into feminine energy. It takes a practice. You can really switch back and forth and back and forth, especially right off the bat, like beginning of the relationship, right? Or your first relationship or two, like you, you have to ease yourself into okay how can i bring yourself back into feminine energy now i can do it so easily because i'm so experienced now but like in the beginning it was really difficult especially the person i chose to be with like my ex-husband he was more of the beta uh, kind of male so i didn't really have a time to switch on and off and then i wasn't quite enjoying me embodying masculine energy all the time because because i my core personality is more of feminine like before i started to get into korea and everything i was i was more of a feminine energy and then i had to learn myself to be masculine energy 
and then you you got used to it and then when you are by yourself um in the big city you have to take care of yourself so more and the more masculine energy of you get your um default right even though that's not your core energy but my core energy was feminine energy still is so when i was with my ex-husband i didn't feel good about myself of being like you know bossy all the time like i didn't mind being boss at work but i didn't really want to be um having a bossy kind of position in personal life because it didn't make me look good and also didn't make me feel good either so i was extremely um resentful in a way to toward him that i had to be in that role all the time you know so after that experience we we're all like here to learn like one relationship gonna teach you then if the relationship didn't work what do you want what do you want so i did ask deeply to myself what do i want and then i really wanted to be taken care of you know i i really wanted to be with a man who who make me feel like I don't have to think about anything because I use my brain at work. I still do, you know, <laughs> even though I am um, coaching right now, not uh, doing my entertainment business like 24 seven right now. So like, but still like in the personal relationship, I don't really want to use my brain not because I'm too stupid to use my brain. I just don't want to. So I usually tell people I date with what I want. Like, you know, I, I really don't want, to, I just want to be feminine. I don't really want to be control of anything. Unless, unless they step on my boundaries, I had to let them know like, hey, hey, that's not cool. So, but if they know how to fulfill their masculine energy to take care of a woman then you know both of them are going to be happy because he's doing a good job as your man and making me happy then he feels confident about the being who he is at work like continuous succeeding experience he's feeling being with me because he's succeeding providing me he's succeeding taking care of me he's succeeding being a ultimate male at home and then he gets admiration and respect from me right so uh, that's the kind of relationship i felt like i wanted and then i kind of found my zone so like in a way, it's a good idea to find out what you want. Just because in this topic, we are talking about how modern feminism repels romance. If you feel like you want to be masculine energy 24 seven, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. Just to find a partner who want to embody feminine energy. And when it goes to like same sex relationship, like a gay, I have a lot of gay friends, you know, like gay relationship. One person embody more feminine energy and the other person embody more masculine energy. So my old roommate, he had so much masculine energy, you know, and he used to give me a ride to um, Trader Joe's because we both like to uh, buy stuff at the Trader Joe's in LA. So he's the one who decided what time we're gonna go for shopping and how long we're gonna stay. And then we always pick same stuff. So our shopping gets like about 20 minutes. And then we still are good friends, you know, even though I'm not in LA anymore. And then like, he used to tell me like, even though I'm gay and you're straight, I'm so masculine and you're so feminine and we get along so well. And I was like, yeah, we do. 
you know, because I'm not going to let him, um, I guess, uh, stop when he wants to go shopping. He was, he, he's like, do you want to go shopping right now? And he was like, sure, you know. So we both are happy in our role. So the most important thing is to understand what you want. What kind of role do you want to play in the relationship? And if you are a, a leader feminine who wants to be feminine at home, it is very important to learn art of being feminine. And I used to read a lot of etiquette book because I, I love a classic etiquette and the manners. And then I was reading those books when I was 18. I just wanted to make sure, you know, especially when you deal with people from different cultures and stuff, I just want to know how I should be properly behaving and stuff like that. So maybe a good idea for you to start to delve into those, um, classical etiquette book like written in all the time it still does apply how you can be um include those manners to act more feminine and then learn art of feminism in a way not the feminism like modern feminism but like classical feminism to embody feminine energy to bring your man's masculine energy up that kind of you know femininity so those books will be um huge help if you don't know how to act like um feminine around men because you might have brought up in very a uh, progress progressive um parents or something who knows right um or your mom happened to be masculine energy, so you don't know how to act very feminine. My mom, my mom embodies extremely uh, masculine energy. And then she always tells me, I wish I were male, you know? And then my dad was extremely uh, masculine, extremely masculine. So when I was a little girl, I saw them fighting all the time because neither of them are like giving up the control. So that was a good lesson for me to see my parents are fighting uh, over a lot of things because as a kid, I knew like, you know, both of them are extremely masculine. It doesn't work. Um, they weren't divorced, just my dad that passed away. So the whole point is my mom still is extremely masculine. So for me, I didn't have a too much opportunity to learn how to be feminine because I couldn't learn from my mom. I did learn from my grandma and then I did learn from my, some of my auntie, but you usually learn how to be feminine usually from your mom or someone you spend a lot of time with so if you come from the culture or uh, household you you don't have a too much um feminine role role model kind of person uh, you can learn how to act like a feminine from the those old books as well so that's how I learned how to be more of feminine. Um, so that's my recommendation. But if you are really looking for a alpha male who is successful, go-getter, you know, CEO, captain of the ship, that kind of guy, they are extremely uh, keen on how to smell the feminine energy. They just know. So more successful mangets, they have this sixth sense of how to, how to sniff the woman who is perfect for him. Of course, who is feminine. So it's not like, okay, when you have full of feminine, masculine energy and act like a feminine, dress like a feminine, you cannot fool him, you know, like, outfit you look like female your hair is like a female but if your energy is like a male he he can he can tell so 
start embodying feminine energy to cherishing yourself and then be kind to yourself and then start dipping into a lot of feminine activities like have a lot of soft stuff around to touch with like i have my keychains made out of furs and i touch them and then i touch them with no reason because it makes me feel really good so it's a good idea to surround yourself like something you can touch and then all this outfit and then your um nightwear something so soft and makes you feel really good and that kind of stuff gonna bring you more feminine feeling so if you're not used to that kind of environment i highly recommend you to sound yourself with something make you feel feminine um and then starting out with the color of the bed sheets and the linens and the stuff too i used to uh, decorate all of my room in lola ashray furniture stuff with uh, all curtains and bedding and everything so it's so feminine um i loved it um so it doesn't have to be lola ashley but you can um pick anything make you feel feminine and i also have a lot of roses and the flowers in your house and they use all of the chinas and everything like make you make you feel feminine and that's kind of stuff i recommend you to surround yourself with and then more and more you create the environment, you feel like a feminine, you started to feel like a feminine and start embodying feminine energy. So that's what I can recommend to you guys. And then next week, Tony and I will come back and talk about either relationship topic or spiritual topic. So thank you so much for being here, Patricia. And then we will be back and uh Thank you so much for being with me and with Tanya. So that's about it. And uh, I'm trying to... Thank you so much for listening. If you guys have a problem in your relationship department, I have a free session. You can book it at my link in the description box see you next week bye